Welcome back, beautiful people. It's another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It's episode 163, and it is Monday, January 23rd. Happy Lunar New Year, bitches. Yes, I hope that everyone is enjoying themselves a nice new year of the rabbit. I get to get some hot pot tomorrow. God, why am I... I think... I'm going to take this thing off, because I, I honestly think that's why I get so stuffed up when I podcast. <gasps> Bless your soul. Excuse me. I think it's the little microphone cover thing that's making me stuffed up, but... You know, I hope the hot pot that you have tomorrow is better than the hot pot that we had... Um, when was that? This fall? Yeah. I hope so, too. I, th- I think it will be, because now I know that I need to do, like, some sauces in it and stuff. Because mm-hmm. we went and raw-dogged it, and it wasn't that good. No. Well, and, like, we, we added all the sauces and spices directly into the broth right which i mean it worked out fine but looking back and knowing what we know now i guess that's what you're not well i have andy to help me he's true chinese so he'll he'll help us all figure it out versus fake chinese yeah like he he's not adopted he is genuine chinese is was he um born in minnesota no he was born in new york Oh, that's right. New York City, grew up in New York City, and then he um, moved here for college. He went to MCAD. Oh. Yeah. Fancy boy. If you don't know what MCAD is, it's the Minnesota College of Art and Design. So, yeah. Um, All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's the penultimate episode here. Penultimate. uh, Before our little Fiji trip. Uh, The episode before the last episode. Oh, wow. Like the Last Supper? Yeah. So, they always say on well no the last supper would be the last supper that'd be the final oh the penultimate is the the thing before the final i see yeah they always say that during like um golf tournaments or like the masters or something like it's the penultimate hole as the 17th hole is the penultimate hole oh wow fancy but yeah um we're back with another edition we got lots to talk about today yeah a lot to talk about what do you want to tackle first uh, first, I'd like to tackle the fact that I think I'm allergic to sulfites in wine. Really? Why? Are you like, sneezing right now? It always makes me wheezy. Like, listen. Wheezy F, baby, but the F is more finisher. Thanks, little Wayne. So misunderstood. What's no, but I, I'm serious. Like, every time I drink wine, which is quite unfortunate because I love wine, this is what happens. Like, I get really wheezy. Uh-oh. You might have to drink fit wine. What's fit wine? Isn't that the stuff that Bert always talks about? It has like no sulfites in it, so it doesn't give you a hangover. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. It's supposed to help. I mean, wines are, they, they have sulfites added for preservation. Oh, that's dumb. I know. Keep so, it raw, baby. Raw dog it. Raw dog it, baby. Um, all right. That's what Brandon does. He has two kids. Oh. <laughs> and Kyle. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. Uh, let's first talk about the most disturbing thing that we saw the other night coming home. Oh, yes. Besides when you looked in the mirror. Wait, wait what? Are you are you referencing a specific time or are you just making a joke? No, I was just making a joke. Oh. That was trying to be funny. Yeah, that was so funny. Good for you. That was fucking hilarious. Thank you. I tried. Yeah. Yes. Um, would you Would you like to explain? Yeah, so we were coming home the other night from, um, where were we? Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Oh, we were getting dinner. We were getting dinner on Friday. Oh, yeah. We were yep. coming home from Teresa's. Great place. 
You know, I know we've talked about fat nat. Sorry, I'm blowing my nose here quick. Yuck. They're just wiping my nose, actually. So we are coming home from fat nats. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening over there? You know, I'm a little flustered from Ziggy biting me and you giving me a titty twister right before <laughs> this. So, you know, I'm just trying to get back into my form here. Um, we were coming back home from Teresa's and Teresa's is a local Mexican restaurant that has a bunch of different restaurants throughout the cities. And, um, you know, just like we said with Fat Nats, if Teresa's, you want to sponsor us, we'd love to be sponsored because their arroz con pollo is so good. It is fire and flame. It's top tier. But anyway, so we were coming home from... Do not give me those fucking eyes, Ziggy. We were coming home from um, Teresa's and we were just about to turn onto our little side street to go and park. And all of a sudden, I like, I'm turning the corner. I think you were looking down at your phone and I, in the middle of the road... There was this raccoon who was literally just like standing there on four legs, kind of like pawing with its front paws at something on the ground. And it wasn't moving. That was the weird thing. Like it didn't get spooked by my lights. Like I literally stopped and had the headlights shining directly on it and it didn't move for the longest time. So then I inched forward a little bit more and then it started to move. And so it was facing us at this point. And then it walked away down the street. Um, kind of like walk past our car to the left and down the street. And as soon as it turned around, we looked at its backside and it was all raw and red with like and like bloody. Like its it tail was, was disgusting. Gone. It wasn't just its tail gone. It was like the its whole backside was like raw. Yeah. And it honestly, I'm not going to lie, it was one of the more disturbing things I've ever witnessed in real life. Like, it really, it, like, shook me a little bit. Like, kind of creeped me out. Uh, Yeah, because, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, obviously, animals, it's the way of life, circle of life. Like, they get eaten, they get born, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you never really see it. Like, you don't really see when animals get mauled or, like, whatever. They just, Like, you you don't see it in person. Right. And this seemed a little extra gruesome the fact that its tail just was freaking ripped off well it's like his whole backside was just ripped off Ugh. it was gross yeah um and it kind of was like sauntering away kind of weirdly like and it was slow it was slow, slow so it was obviously hurt and i didn't know if it was like um like had rabies or not because raccoon sometimes carries rabies and stuff yeah, it was it was weird. So then we we get home, we park. And so this isn't the first time I've witnessed a raccoon close to our house. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one lives under our deck because there was a time that I was coming home and I got off and I got into a standoff uh, with a raccoon. So if you've been to our house, there's like the backside where we park and then we walk on this little sidewalk path to like the side door uh, with our garage on the left. And right at the corner of our house on the sidewalk, essentially, there was a raccoon standing there and kind of like staring me down and not moving. Uh, this was like la- this was like this past summer. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this was this fall, I think. Or this fall. And then I kind of like scared at it a little bit uh, and kind of like made some noise and then it ran away. But pretty sure this raccoon lives under our deck because... And it's probably the same raccoon that had his fucking backside ripped off. Because when we were walking um, back into the house, we parked or whatever, we were talking about it. And um, the corner of our deck almost meets where our sidewalk is. 
and there's a bunch of snow there and there was like red bloody snow around that corner yeah like and that's where the raccoon would like get in like under the deck so yeah pretty sure we have a raccoon who's living under our deck who got mauled by something maybe a fox maybe that cat that neighborhood cat had fucked it up i don't know but i feel like i mean raccoons are decently big i'd be surprised if a cat could do that that's true I feel something, like it would have to be something the fox. ripped it off, but uh, yeah. So that's just uh, the house of Aaron and Megan. You know, we just uh, house of horrors. House of horrors. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and Ziggy's a whore. Yeah. Shout out, Will. Uh, okay, but we were. So that was a very disturbing thing that we saw. Any thoughts on that experience? Uh, ten out of ten would not recommend ever seeing that again. That was. Oh, I was seriously freaked out. I was like, ugh, something out of a freaking horror movie. Yeah, it's kind of scary. And, and, um, because you, I mean, I've never had much experience with rabies. There was actually. I mean, I haven't either. Why'd you say, and you? <laughs> I, I don't know why I said that. But, um, I can't remember exactly, but I remember hearing when I was younger about this story where there was like a bat that was in a church and then someone had like gone to clean it up and then this woman accidentally like either like he had bare hands or something like the back and like scratched her or bit her and then she contracted rabies oh shit and i don't think she died but i think she was in like very critical condition and luckily was able to be saved you like there's like no official cure for rabies though yeah which freaks me out. And so then I was telling Aaron, I'm like, oh, isn't it wild? Like, rabies is basically a real life zombie disease. Yeah. Affects your brain and it just like fucks you up. Maybe that's where the ideas of zombies came from. Was rabies? People being rabid? Maybe. Honestly. Maybe. Because like, know. I don't know. It's kind of a crazy thing. Like, if someone came at me like all mani- maniac all manic and foaming from the mouth yeah oh it's a freaking monster yeah well so hopefully we don't have a rabid uh raccoon or raccoon as your mom says um <laughs> lurking in our presence because that's scary yeah. no thanks um all right let's get to our next topic um speaking of weird and kind of disturbing things we watched, uh, we have a movie review here. So spoilers ahead, spoilers ahead. Uh, Megan and I watched the movie The Menu. Um, and if you haven't seen The Menu, it's got actually a, a fair amount of decent actors in it. Uh, it's got Lord Voldemort as the main chef. Uh, it has um, What's-Her-Face from um, the but the Gambit movie. Yeah, uh, her name's the Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, the ginger lady. Um, the ginger lady there are some other like bigger name actors throughout the movie um so yeah it it was a very i thought it was a very good movie so do you want to give a little bit do you want to give the audience a little premise of what the movie is about oh sure well there's all of these fancy pansies that are invited to a private island where they um are going to go dine at this private restaurant that this one famous chef runs and um is executive chef at um and the, the main character margo she is invited by her she's the queen's gambit girl mm-hmm. anya taylor joy 
she is invited by i don't think that they're dating but invited by this guy and she feels you can tell she's like a little out of place because like i said it's all these big wigs fancy people and then they get to the island like all the rich people essentially mm-hmm. and they get to the island and like you know the executive chef is kind of going through the things but then it gets effed up because then like people like things start happening to people and like i don't know how much to spoil but should we just say spoilers ahead yeah sure, some people so. won't watch the movie yeah maybe not um so essentially there it's weird because there's this like one asian lady who's kind of like the chef's assistant and she is kind of creepy and gives them the tour all these rich people the tour and they all like live in the same living quarters and like have the same shared toilet with no like access to privacy i don't know it's weird um and so then we we find out also that Margot, the main character is not was not originally supposed to be at this place um which caused a lot of problems because the chef was like why are you here what are you doing i need to know i need to know i need to know who you are so that was kind of weird at the beginning of the movie. Like, what is he? What is he freaking out about? Um, and so what ended up happening is like each course, the chef came out, clapped really loud. Everyone got really quiet and um, like really um, got focused on what was happening. And I'm losing my train of thought here. Yeah. I, what am I trying to say? I realize that because you're oh. probably too invested in this football game. <laughs> God. Um, uh, so the chef came out and would tell like a monologue story about like how this menu tied into his life and all of his work and all of this stuff. The first one was like the first two courses or whatever were kind of like, okay, whatever. It's just kind of weird. He's telling some weird stories or whatever. But I think I think the key of this where it got like really, really weird is when the sous chef shot himself in the face. Yeah, that was so intense. that was kind of like the turning point to the movie. Like there were all these like weird things happening, but it, it was kind of a satirical movie, too. It was it was kind of funny in a sense, um, but it turned to be like really dark when the main chef lord voldemort what was his name chef what chef uh slavic slowick 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 chef slowick brought out one of his sous chefs and he was talking about him and saying how he worked so hard and he came to the island and like worked really hard and worked his way up and then he started going like but he'll never be as good as me and he knows that and he'll never be as good as me and he was like he like had the guy the sous chef be like yeah say that you will never be as good as me and the guy's like i'll never be as good as you so it was like really weird. And then I can't remember what they called the dish, that course, because every course had a specific name, but they called the course something weird. And then essentially what happens is out of nowhere, the chef steps back and then the sous chef grabs a gun and blows his brains out. Yeah, that was, whew, that's when I was like, oh, shit's getting that's real. That's when you were like, okay, shit's getting real. So essentially like more kind of weird stuff happens. We won't spoil all that, but like we'll talk a little bit about kind of why or what happens. What's the intent of this? And so essentially what happens is the chef, Chef Slavic or whatever, um, Slovic, Slovic, 
Slowick. Yep. Slowick. Chef Slowick. Uh, he has invited and handpicked each one of the people, except for Margot. He has handpicked each one of the people to be at the island that night because he essentially is going to kill them all. Yep. And he's going to kill himself and his whole staff. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of the big spoiler, I guess. Obviously. But um, you come to find that out about halfway through the movie. But then it just gets like really intense on like some of the different scenes. And but the reason why we find out that he wants to kill these people is why, Megan? Oh, wow. I um, it basically is because he he's just been like pushed to be this pompous chef and like have this really obtainable, unobtainable dining experience and food that he creates for these kind of people who like put him in the spot who don't even then really um, enjoy the food. And it's just like the status thing. Yeah. It's just these elite fucks and he, he resents them and resents this class of people who have just like taken the joy out of, but essentially made him who he is though. Yeah. At the same time, a pompous fuck. So it's a weird, like introspective look on like, kind of like who you surround yourself with or like that these rich people made him who he is but now he hates who he is Mm -hmm. and so yeah i thought it was so well i thought it was really good i thought it was very well done in terms of like the cinema and the actors that were chosen the cast yeah i thought it was a very good movie um i maybe fell asleep during a really important part but that's just Par for the course. The amount of times you fall asleep <laughs> in movies is astonishing. I want to be that dad or that grandpa who's on a park bench and falls asleep. Yeah. Oh my god. That's gonna be me. Like, do you do you fall asleep during movies because you're not interested? Um. You know, I will say when I'm very interested in movies or like very locked in the whole time, I don't fall asleep. But it's also a cut. It was like a Friday night. We had had a few drinks. Like, I was just kind of sleepy. <laughs> what? It's just so funny. Like, even when we watch movies that you specifically are like, no, no, no I want to watch this. Or like, you've started it and I just like come and sit with you for a random reason. You still fall asleep. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I wish I wouldn't. But I do. Uh, yeah, same. I just get Likewise. relaxed. I I relax. I know. I know. I know. Which is yeah. I um, Ralph Fiennes was actually he was nominated for a Golden Globe. For is his he Voldemort? Yep, Voldemort. Oh. Um, he did not win. He Why has won? a nose in this movie. You know, fun fact: Ralph he Fiennes. He has a nose. Ralph Fiennes uh actually has a pretty large nose in real life. Yeah, think of all the makeup they had to do to get rid of that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a Hot lot take, not a good looking dude. Nah, not really. Played great Voldemort. Played a great role in this movie. He's, um, whoops, that's my, my bread timer. Yep. Um, He's been in a lot of big movies. Well, yeah, he's you... a big name actor. Well, yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true. But um, I just, I, I hope he's gotten... And received awards for this. I, I truly don't know if he's received any. I'm assuming he's received awards. Probably. Like, so he can't like be... littler awards, but yeah. 
he can't be this famous and continue on without oh yeah i forgot he was in the grand budapest hotel what a that was a great movie i don't think i've ever seen that movie (gasps) what yeah i don't think i have i think you would love it because of how it's shot um who's the who's the person who it's like it's like that um that style where like the this director has very like symmetrical frames oh wes anderson yes yes yes, yes, oh, yes, okay. yes he directed that movie yeah yep oh it's so good interesting um all right let's uh let's get into another topic that was our movie review any last thoughts what would you rate the movie out of 10 i would give it an eight. Ooh, i was gonna say i'd give it like a seven nine i i would have wanted around eight or uh anything else uh no i think around eight because okay. i wish they would have either dug into the um, satire more or the horror and gore more. Yeah. Because I feel like they kind of like teetered a little bit of the middle. And I don't know. I just pre- would have preferred it to like go all like balls to the wall one way or the other. I see. Yeah, that's fair. So you would want to see like lots more blood. I mean, ideally. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> that was a weird like hiccup there. <laughs> This is bad if I have the hiccups. You sounded like Goofy. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I would recommend seeing the movie. Oh, no. Sorry. Dak almost just gave up safety. Um, all right. So let's move on to the next topic. Should we talk about our weekend here? Sure. Uh, can you give me a second to go change my dough? Why do you have to say that? Because now I have to cut that out. Well, right, why? Oh, my God. Okay. We'll take a pause. So this is why we don't stop the podcast mid-podcast is because... So this is my fault. uh, No, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying I made the stupid fucking mistake of... I don't know what happened. I thought I pressed play again. I must have pressed the stop button. So Mike and I have been talking for the last 10 minutes uh, about our car stuff. Um, And yeah, it wasn't recording. So we're about to uh, rehash that all right now. So love our lives. And you're sure it's recording? I'm positive with the red button's on. We're good. <laughs> so sorry, people. Uh, I mean, it doesn't affect you because you're listening to this in real time. Um, all right. So going back, we're going to talk a little bit about our weekend, our Saturday, um, and kind of the car shopping that we did. So Megan, I'll have you start uh, with your experience because yours is a lot more interesting than mine. Okay. Okay. So we started out at a dealership in Brooklyn Park, um, and test drove a car. We should we should back up. Actually, hold on. So the reason why we've been kind of car shopping, Megan's car has been a piece of shit since the day it was born. <laughs> uh, my car, Peach, um, has about one hundred forty five thousand miles on it. It's aging out, um, and they and. I've kind of been in the conundrum of like, do I get value out of it now or do I drive it in the ground? Well, I mean, I needed to replace the back brakes on it. I needed to replace the serpentine belt on it. That was probably going to run me around 15 ish $100. And so I was like, do I put this money into Peach uh, just to not have a car payment or do I try to get value out of him now and still have a car payment for the next few years? but have a car that I'm happy with and that's something that's going to be reliable and all that jazz. So, um, yeah, but I'll have you take it away. Okay. Well, so we, uh, we went to this dealership in Brooklyn park and let's not name the dealership like we did before. Okay. Just so we don't defame anyone. 
Oh, how would we defame them? Well, we're giving a negative review. Okay, anyway, just, I, just talk. Talk, 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 talk. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that, 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 Oh, you're so dumb. If I were to leave a Google review and do the same thing, would that be defaming? No. Okay. Fair. Any, uh, okay, fine. I'll I'll play your soft game. So. It was a Hyundai dealership in Broken Park. <laughs> there we go. Is that? You can look it up if you want to. <laughs> you are wheezy. Young Mula, baby. <laughs> We're going insane. We just need to... Okay, come on. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Okay, so we went to this place. I have been really looking deep into uh, Hyundai Konas. And Why do you say Hyundai? <laughs> what do you mean? You say it so stupidly. What do you mean? Isn't it Hyundai? Not it's... Hyundai. Hyundai? Isn't it Hyundai? I think it's Hyundai. I, you should look this up while I give my story. Okay. Uh, but... We went and looked at this car that I've been wanting. Or is it Hyundai? Hyundai. That sounds Japanese. And it's a Korean company, but... <laughs> You're so dumb. Anyways, so went to this place, went to check out this specific used car, test drove it, and then, um, I mean, like, it was fun. Hyundai. Hyundai. Yeah, here we go. Well, F me then. Hyundai. Hyundai. I'm just an idiot, all right? Hyundai. Okay. So then Tess drove it. This fella, he was very nice, but he, it was a little weird because he jumped in the back of the car while we test drove, which was just, I was not expecting. Apparently, according to you, that's kind of normal. Yeah, normal dealerships will take your driver's license, make a copy of it, and then be like, all right, here you go. Here's the car. Go ahead. Take a test drive. Uh, but like, it, I guess in the cities, it might be a little different. I don't know. Uh, but he didn't even like look at your license. He didn't even ask for your license. Maybe I just have a really trustworthy face. I guess so, but it it was kind of strange. Uh, so yeah, we were we were taking the test drive, whatever. Yep, and then um, we were sitting down, and they did an appraisal on my car, and the manager of the place came over, and like he did. Well, his... why don't you talk about your test drive first? Oh yeah, well the test drive was fine. I mean, I didn't. The brakes were a little squeaky squeak. Um. And it was a base model of a car, so it wasn't like super fantabulous. It was missing my beloved blind wheels, blind blind spot monitor thing, yeah. yep. where it's like the thing that flashes on the side mirrors when a car is in your blind spot or like is on the side of your car. Very helpful, honestly, because I would have killed and hit so many people at this point. Wow! If I did not wow. have that, Megan's bougie ass just needs that. Well, no. I mean, when you're used to certain features, I don't know. I guess so. I guess. That's I guess. fair to say. Any hoosers. So then um, I was like, well, it's like, it's fine. I mean, it has 65,000 miles on it. It's 2019. It's like, okay. Yeah. And it was like a good price, a good listing price. But then when they did the appraisal on my car, this uh, manager came over and gave us his whole spiel. I was like, oh, well, you know, like this is, uh, you know, like seeing the scratches and the dents and like this is some pretty major work we would have to do to well, your car. Well, Megan's car is in kind of shitty shape right now. I mean, but yeah, yes. But then he was like really talking it up about how it would cost them four thousand dollars at least to fix. Yeah. And I was like, um, okay, let's not be dramatic here. Yeah, because I mean, they definitely have partners, or they definitely have. 
their own body shops or mechanics that they work with that they have in house so they wouldn't actually be paying like retail price to get these fixes right. done they'd be paying for parts so even even my dumb brain could sniff through that i couldn't read you that's why i was like we just need to like walk away from this and take a break like i, I didn't have a great feeling about the 3000 i was like mm. well cuz he asked like how much we would want to ideally get out of it which I guess is which is interesting because I think now that's like a tactic to see like how low they can lowball us. Mm. So I said like I'd love to get six out of it because it was appraised for like five seventy or five seven on Kelly Blue Balls. So which is Kelly Blue Buck? I can't remember if we said that already, but yeah. I yeah. mean, I also read something that you're not actually supposed to say what you're looking to do, looking for. Oh really? Because that like. <laughs> allows them to be like oh well i'll just give yeah. them what they want to hear yeah, yeah yeah so whoopsies but um so we walked away from that one because we were like mm, doesn't seem like the best deal at the moment yeah so then um we at in the afternoon over in maple wood there is a car max dealership where there was an a 2019 kona very similar almost the same but it was not the base model. It was one model up. It was an SEL. One yeah. more letter, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it had some additional features that were funsies, like that blind spot thing that I've been craving. <laughs> craving? Craving. Craving like some droglet. Um, and then it has it had a ton less miles on it. And so I was like, okay, let's let's do this. And plus, the color honestly was cuter. It's all black. Hell yeah, baby. So I was like, hmm, this seems legit. So I went over, did a test drive. Test drove was so much better than the other one. What do I, you mean? It just, it drove smoother. Um, It had that lane assist thing, and that was kind yeah. of like, I was just like very intrigued by it. I was like, oh. Yeah. And the brakes were not, like I know you said they're supposed to be touchy. Well, they're not, so, I mean, it's not a bad thing if they're touchy. Okay. Well, like, I just. It just means there's a lot of life on the brake pads then. I just, I felt like this car just drove better. Yeah. And I felt more comfortable in it. Yeah. And so I left. Oh my God. Holy shit. Holy fuck. (laughs) We're watching PBR bull wrestling right now. (laughs) Why are we watching this? I don't know. It was the only sports thing on. Oh my god! And the guy literally just got his fucking neck stomped on by this bull. He might be fucking paralyzed. Holy shit! Oh my god! Is this live? Is this live? Yeah, this is live. Wait, keep it on. I want to see if this guy died. Oh my god! Okay, keep going. Jesus, criminy Christ! Jesus, this, I'm not Holy- kidding. Fuck. I could see from the mile away that this bull landed straight oh, it on kicked, him. It, it, he like fell off and he was like going down. They're not going to show the replay because it's probably way too gruesome. Uh, he was like going down and the bull literally had its front two legs on the ground, back legs up in the air, classic thing, and stomped down and literally stomped down on the back of the guy's head and neck. Why do people do this sport? Holy fuck all right great podcast here okay 
Keep going. Oh my god, this I don't understand. Holy shit. This is one of the stupidest sports. I do not understand. Like oh, football, people get injured, whatever. But this is just objectively dumb. Yeah. Also, this guy didn't move an inch after he got stomped on. So that's terrifying. Oh my god, what if he's dead? What if he <sighs> freaking is dead? Anyways. Oh, and all these people are, are praying. What is that man doing? He's like... He's rocking back and forth. He's like doing the Bible Belt dance. Okay, keep going. Wow. This we're going to we're gonna power through this. This is jarring. Wow. Okay, so... um. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I wasn't expecting to see that tonight. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. Okay, so uh, then we went to this other Carmex dealership, did this thing, whatever, and then um, I was seriously ready to... Be like, yep, this is the car. I'm going to do it. Let's do this, whatever. So he did an appraisal, ran the numbers, and he comes back with the papers, and he goes, um, he goes, okay, everything looks good. Oh, thank God. This man is walking. Oh, my God. He's walking. What the fuck? No fucking way this guy is walking. How? Holy shit. This guy's got balls of steel. He should be being taken out on a fucking stretcher right now. Oh, my God. They're replaying it. They're replaying it. <gasps> Why are they doing this? Oh, okay. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was initially. Okay. That. Oh, I think it might have stepped on its hand. Or it, his hand. It That. Okay. It was not as bad as I initially thought it was. Yeah, I kind of stepped on his thumb. Um, the bull's back hooves missed him. Basically, kind of like, I mean, still knocked him down, but like it missed his like neck and back and head, but kind of like stomped on his hand, which still would hurt a lot. But holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> holy shit. Jeez. Oh, and look at this. And now they're just getting another person ready to go. This must have. This must not be live because there's nothing about that from the past. Well, hour. who do you think is watching PBR? Well, on tw- on Twitter, it would be a big thing if it actually happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. So then, um, no, this is this is fascinating. Also, I wonder what Peter thinks about this board. Oh, they they fucking hate. They hate bull riding. Well, I mean, that one guy, I don't know what his... All right, let's get back to uh, the shitty car dealer. Okay, shitty car... Okay, no, no, CarMax, though, CarMax. So we were there, and... Um, Wait, you never talked about the how much you got for your car. Oh, well, they were only going to give me 3000 Yeah. Which was much lower. Oh, I can't watch this, Aaron. We need to turn something else on. I seriously... <laughs> Megan's anxiety is going through the I roof. cannot watch that. How about the agility pup race? How about no, that No, we're going to watch some hockey. God. All right, keep going. <laughs> My heart rate is through the roof. Would you go to a rodeo with me? No. That would be a great That would be a great vlog to post, just a rodeo. I've actually been to a rodeo in Texas before. <laughs> but anyways, okay, so CarMax... I go there, whatever, they run the report, and then they're like, oh, everything looks great, except there's this one thing that looked weird, and I'm like, god damn it. So then he's talking me through it, and he's like, yeah, there was an odometer reading issue. And I was like, hmm, I don't know what that means. 
So then he shows me in this car history, vehicle history report that when my car was brought in by my parents. Nice. When my car was We're brought in. We're not stopping the podcast. I know, I know, I know. When my car was brought in by my parents, when they, who, for, wow, who formerly owned it, they brought it in Wisconsin to their dealer for a service check. And this service place entered in the odometer reading incorrectly. So, so okay, let's back up. This car was originally bought by your grandparents, new. brand new. Yep, it had like a hundred miles on it. Yeah, which is basically like test driving. And my grandparents were old as shit when they bought it. Yeah, so they didn't drive anywhere. So your parents got the car when it had like twenty thousand miles on it. I yep. think or something yep. like that. Uh, was that a fart? No. Yeah, it was. <laughs> This podcast is going off the rails. What is <laughs> happening? Oh, my God. Was that actually a fart? No, it was not. I hope the microphone picked that up. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, your parents bought it with, like, 20,000 miles on it. And then a year later, the, so on this report thing, it showed 30,000 miles for <laughs> one of the services. And then the next one, the next report, like, a year later, showed how many miles? 171,000 miles, which... Sure. Maybe if you're someone who took many trips and drove a lot for whatever reason, sure. Maybe that's possible. But no. But like, that just seems insane to me. You're going to put 110,000 miles on a car in, or 160,000 miles on a car. Wait, that doesn't matter. 140. 140,000 miles on a car in one year. When you drive to Alaska and back like eight times. <laughs> yeah. So clearly they entered it wrong. And clearly my parents didn't catch this back in 2017. Which so- is hilarious because your mother, I might slander your mother here. Your mother literally saves every single receipt that she's ever had in her whole fucking life. If even if it was for like $3 at the gas station, she saves the receipt she reviews each receipt and compares it to their bank statements every month. Oh, and and, and she's a CFO or was at one point. Like so, she scours these receipts, but somehow clearly they missed a huge error three times. Yep. And so then, I bought it in 2018, the spring of 2018. Um, and so then there after that. You but got it serviced. At I got it serviced and it showed 68000 So what it's looking like to a potential person who wants to buy my car is that I could have fudged with the numbers. Yeah. That you would have that you would have like had the odometer lowered so that you could get a better right. rate on it. Right. And my car currently is at 94,000 miles. And so I'm like, what the actual fuck? And so the offer that they're giving me, so they were f- for my car, hypothetically being at 171,000 miles, they were willing to give me 4,000 for my car. Which is insane. That is, that is an insane amount of money for 171,000 miles on a car. Yeah. And especially since that other fucking dumbass dealer was like, oh yeah, I can only give you 3,000 for it. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So the fact, so I was talking through and this guy was being very patient with me and very nice. And he was like, you know, honestly, I think it'd be worth it to try and get this figured out with the dealer, with the auto check report company. 
and get this fixed because I could potentially get a thousand, two thousand more maybe as I an offer. I think you'd get like a minimum fifteen hundred more. Yeah, which would car. make a big difference. It would make a big difference. Yeah. Um and so I went home because in my smart little brain Oh sick. Shut up, Will. That was so cute. He did a little stretch. That was really cute. Um because I was like, oh, my, as Aaron alluded to, my parents who saved everything, they had handed me over a folder that literally had all paperwork, receipts, whatever, from when my grandparents owned the car and when they owned the car. And I was like, oh, yes, like I'll have physical proof. This can like be a good paper trail, whatever. And then I get home and I'm looking for it. And I was like, what the fuck? Where is this? giant manila folder of stuff and then like a movie like fucking flashback to nam i remembered when I wonder how many vietnam veterans have listened to this podcast <laughs> yes i'm sorry if i offended you i remembered that a year ago maybe it was two years ago i can't remember I, it was it was at the apartment no it was here I don't know if I yes, remember that. Yes, it was because okay. I remember throwing stuff into this garbage. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yep. right. And so Daisy had peed into one of the baskets we have that held some of our paperwork. And some of that being this manila folder. And so at okay, the time... Okay, let's, let's, let's back up here. Can, you just, can I a... just tell a story without <laughs> you slandering me? God fucking damn it. <laughs> okay, okay. Fine, go. God... Uh, <laughs> Mom's mad. <laughs> this is just God. Can't keep talking. <laughs> Flashbacks to Nam got me all fucked up. <laughs> so then, so then, I don't have the papers because we threw them away because they are all full of cat pee. Yeah. So that led me to the choice of okay. But okay, hindsight twenty twenty. Looking back, like I don't really think that would have helped because. They entered it wrong three different times. So it would have been wrong. Like it, it would be one thing if like on one of the papers it had said the 171,000 and then it went back to like the yeah. actual mileage. It was wrong three times from the same place. Yeah. So that was, yeah, whatever. These dumb dumbs. Uh, so yeah, I, um, so I'm going to have to call that dealership in West Bend now, my hometown. To see if they can help me out. Yeah. Please, dear God, I hope they can help me out. The other thing is like you could try to because I mean, then when you got your car serviced, it's read like the actual what's on your car and you've got it serviced at an actual like Buick dealership. Yep. Um, And so I think that works in your advantage as well. Um, So hopefully you can call that Buick dealership if this place in West Bank can't do anything. You can call the Buick dealership and hopefully they can like help you prove that this is the right mileage on your car. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. God, carbine is just sick. It's fucking weird. So essentially you were like really mad last night. Oh, I was. <sighs> Megan, Megan is very impulsive and if she doesn't get what she wants in the time frame that she wants, she gets a little upset and a little mad and sad. Am I right on that? Don't look at me like that. 
Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I know it's accurate. God, it must be nice to like just be able to shit on me just willy nilly whenever you want. You were, I thought you were gonna say it must be nice to just be right all the time. <laughs> you know, the amount of times I shit on you versus the amount of times you shit on me, it's just it's so unbalanced. It's oh, just that's too bad. You make it too easy, babe. <laughs> Like, okay, like today, sidetrack, like today when Megan, like, thank you, put away the Christmas tree or whatever, and we got this, like, new bag for it, for our tree, and she had it in the spot where we used to keep the tree, and she was like, I don't think it's going to fit, like, can we, like, throw out some of these boxes, because I have a bunch of, like, my my photography boxes, I'm like, no, just because, like, I want to keep those, because if I, re- if I resell these things which i would eventually in the future when i upgrade gear and stuff like most people want the original boxes and manuals and all that shit so um so i i want to keep that stuff which takes up a lot of room in there i i I acknowledge that because they're big boxes yeah um but then (laughs) i she's like well can you just like come help me like figure this out and like try to find a space for it and i was like Am I going to walk down there and stand there and then have you figure it out? And she's and Megan's like, no, 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 that won't happen. That won't happen. And guess what I did? I literally walked downstairs. I I don't even think I made a suggestion. I think you literally did it yourself. You literally found a new spot for it. So I walked down. I quit my FIFA game to help you. Because I'm such a nice husband. Look at Ziggy's little paws. Oh, he's getting so comfy in your grundle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I walk downstairs into our storage room. I literally stand at the door and watch Megan as she problem solves this. Wow. Miraculously by herself. Amazing. Unreal. Do you just like need to be watched? Is that what it is? You know... For someone who hated having find my friends out with their parents. For someone who had such low self-esteem in the dating world, it's incredible <laughs> your mindset of you being Mr. Perfect in every single way. Well, I mean, I think I'm comparing to you, so that's probably why I think I am so. So whenever you said you were dating up, you were lying to me? No, I am dating up. I definitely am dating up. Yeah. When the, when will the lie stop? You're just like common sense sometimes struggles a little bit, and that's okay. It happens. God, this is what I live with people. <sighs> yep, just sure is. <sighs> but anyway, so uh, your car, you're you're trying still trying to figure that out, still trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah, so All hopefully right. by the time we air the next episode next week, I have this Farkin car in hand. And all the shite figured out. Yeah. Because if not, well. Well, you also need to figure out because the CarMax people offered you an 11% interest rate on your loan. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Fucking 11% my ass. Jesus. Freaking. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, let's talk about my car journey. Yeah. So Aaron had a much more fruitful day. Would you like to talk about the fruit bearing day? I'll talk about the fruit bearing day. Uh, so like I had said before, I was kind of in a, in a conundrum, like, uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee is what I had, what Peach was, uh, they, it's a miracle if they last 200,000 miles. 
Um, so about I've driven this for five ish years. I put on about 60,000 miles. So um, a little over 10 K a year. So hopefully the Jeep would have lasted me maybe like another five years. But at that time, we actually had a very real conversation about this at that time. I wouldn't have a car payment, whatever. It'd be nice. But if we were hoping to trade in for a a car or have something that's not reliable or need to buy a car, in five years, very likely we will have a kid at some point. Or yeah, we'll have a kid, right? Yeah. Don't we, get too excited now, Brandon and Kyle. We well, we had talked about that. Like we will we want to start our family like eventually in like I don't know, like <laughs> Four years, three years, four years, something like that. My dad said one or two. <laughs> uh, but so I was kind of like up in the air, like, do I drive this thing into the ground and hope for the best um, just to have no car payment? Or do I find something that's going to be like reliable for me and probably like a car that will honestly, I will probably keep until the end of time. Um, and so or if we need to, I could trade it in to get good value out of it um and so i made went and talking with megan and talking with my dad which was funny because when i told him this whole thing he goes on the phone megan was in the car we were driving to something and he goes yeah i uh i think you've already made up your mind Aaron." and i told him the exact <laughs> and megan same told thing me the same thing like 20 minutes earlier so uh but yeah i have been looking at um toyota forerunners if you know anything about Toyotas, they literally last forever, especially these forerunners. These forerunners, um, they are known to last well over 225 to 250,000 miles. Um, for instance, there are some uh, early 2000s forerunners that have about one that I saw has about 200 or uh, multiple had like over 200,000 miles on them. And they were still selling for about around 10 grand. So that just shows you that they hold their value. I wanted something that would hold its value, but also be super reliable. Um, and forerunners are, I think, some of the sexiest cars out there. I call it my sexy beast right now. I need yeah. a name for it. I have been trying to tell you it. fun names, but you don't like any of them. Yeah, mine. we'll talk about that in a second. But um, to kind of like not bury the lead, I, I ended up uh purchasing a uh a 2016 toyota 4runner thing is a beast uh but yeah i'm very happy with it i ended up getting good value out of my trade-in for my jeep which was nice um and then also i ended up um getting a pretty decent um well, thank god my credit was so fucking good yeah geez married to a big baller over here but I got a decent interest rate of like 7%, which some people will say like, that's not that good. But like right now that's a pretty good interest rate. Um, and I got a, a like a pretty good monthly payment on it. Something that's not going to like be way out of the realm and not something that's way out of what I was already paying for the Jeep. And so, um, yeah, I was able to put a little bit of money down and I'm, I'm very happy with my purchase. I'm very happy. Yeah, you know, Aaron's just been staring at the window at his new sexy beast. I have, I have one more thing to compete for for love in his life now. <laughs> I th this is a car that I had wanted originally when I bought Peach. Actually, I wanted a Forerunner, 
But at that time, it was just out of my price range. And like to actually have it be something that I'm like super happy about. It's it's like the exact kind of like make and model that I wanted as well. Like it just feels so good. I love it. The thing is a tank. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I'm happy. So if you want to joyride in it, come on down to the cities. We can we go joyride in the in the uh in the forerunner. But I need a name for it. I need uh because Peach was just Jeep backwards, and that's what I named my last car. Uh R.I.P. Peach. Um, but yeah, what should I name this forerunner? I've been trying to come up with clever little names. We could do Ronnie. Ronnie? The forerunner. Ronnie, okay. Ronald. Or, or we could do Reginald. F- we could do Freddy the Forerunner. Freddy. Oh, I like I like the F like F names. Like uh, Freddy. Freddy the Forerunner is a good one. Fucker. Um What about Franny? Franny's a good name. Oh my god, that'd be <laughs> so good. That'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, and then when you say I'm gonna take Franny for a ride, I'm like, the fuck you are. <laughs> Uh, For those of you who don't know, Franny is 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 one of his exes. Yeah, one of my ex girlfriend's names. Um, what about uh, Ferda? Ferda boys. Ferda. <laughs> That's a dumb name. Uh, f- Fallopian. Ew. <laughs> Fre- Frederick. Felicity. Felicity. Felicia. Fiona. Ooh, I like Fiona. Fiona. Or Felicia. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What were you gonna say? It sounds like our neighbor's Keisha's name. Oh yeah, that's a little true. bit. Uh, what about uh, Frank? Ooh, Frank. Frank's a good name. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. That's a uh, a Barstool guy. Really? Frank the Tank. Yeah, Frank. The tank. He's a huge dude who probably has is on the spectrum. Uh, oh, okay. But he's uh, he's a content guy at Barstool. Uh, I could name it Frank. Uh, what about what are some other F names? Are, um, are you help me out, or are you looking up your own stuff? Felix. Uh, I knew a Felix, uh, so probably not. Fez. 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 Yeah. Andrew Kearns had a good name for his Land Cruiser. Andrew Kearns was a photographer who actually kind of like got me into. Phoebe, uh, no, Phoebe doesn't start with an F. But it still makes the four, Phoebe the Forerunner. Uh, th- he had a good name. He named his land cruiser Walt. I love that. Walt. That's, yeah. that's cute. Walt. I can name him Walt. Uh, or Winston. Winston. I am open to names. So please give me all of your names that you have uh, to name your Forerunner, to name my Forerunner. Uh, but yeah, if you want to join right in it, let me know. I have three rows of seats now, so I can hold up to seven people. So, yeah. Let me know. We have uh, a party in there. All right. Any other thoughts for today's audience? Oh, uh, like we said, this is the penultimate episode before Fiji. Next week will be our last episode before Fiji. Um, we're thinking we probably will just not release an episode when we are in Fiji because uh, I don't want to have to bring all the equipment and all that shit. And we probably won't have time to pre-record. Um and so, yeah, we'll record the Sunday we get back from Fiji when we're all jet lagged and shit. So Super Bowl—that's Super Bowl Sunday. We get back. Oh yeah. Yeah. So 
Where are those trousers? All right. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Follow us on all social medias at Fairly Odd Asians. Let me know what names I should name the Forerunner. And uh, we love you. Oh. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye-bye. Happy Lunar New Year to all you Asians out there. Yeah. <laughs>